So sometimes you have to take the initiative and not just be like, but she ain't reach out to me or he ain't reach out to me. So I guess I ain't reaching out. Like, come on, y'all. Like, yeah. you care. <laughs> like, yeah. You care and you need those people. So especially if they're important relationships in your life and you ain't nothing really happening. It's just like a natural mm-hmm. drift in the relationship. And that's fine, too. Like, that's going to happen. Um, But if it's somebody that... You know, y'all hang out all the time and just life just got busy. And you notice like, damn, a month that went past and you haven't really heard much from them other than like a good morning or something. Like, be like, damn, I really miss you. Like, how can we connect? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, really just be understanding and hold space for the individuals in your life and see where y'all can reconnect. And if it's not an opportunity to reconnect, then so be it. Like, just got to check in and see like, it is something that is really important to me or this is a relationship where I'm just not feeling fulfilled in, and maybe that's why there's a disconnect and maybe that's why it's a barrier in us maintaining these friendships. Hey you, welcome to the Surrender to Thrive podcast, a podcast that encourages black healers to put themselves first. I'm Melanie, founder of Surrender to Thrive and clinical mental health therapist. And I'm Victoria, licensed professional counselor and founder of Trust Between Us a safe place to store your thoughts. Every week, we'll be sitting down with folks from our community to have intimate conversations and take a holistic and honest dive into what it means to be well. All right, y'all, enough of the professional intros because we're getting all in our feelings today. (laughs) So get comfy and join us for this week's episode. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Surrender to Thrive podcast. We're your host, Mel. And Vic. <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta get used to it. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm <laughs> Thank you all for joining us for another episode. Um, yeah, so the Surrender to Thrive podcast is a space for us to center our experiences. And I mean, just because we're healers and wellness professionals or creatives, you know, all the things we still have to navigate life to. Um, meaning relationships, love, business, all those things. And for the month of July, we will be centering friendships. So all about friendships. Um, and today, we're going to talk about friendship maintenance when we're busy as fuck. And this is a topic that I wanted to talk about because I low-key think it's an excuse. I know, I know, like, (laughs) it's real. I know it's true that when we get busy, some things kind of fall through the cracks, you know. Um, But it takes a lot of intention to make sure that the people we care about don't feel neglected and, and also including ourselves as well. Um, because we also you know, have to be a friend to ourselves as well. So I just want to, I just want to have a conversation about that. Um, because I think that when it comes to Vic and I's relationship, um, for us in this seven year relationship, I don't think our relationship ever like fell through the cracks. I feel like we got into this rhythm where we understand each other and we understand our needs. And when we are, when we are, when we do get busy, or when things do come up that are challenging that we're navigating, we still find ways to connect and come together. And it's kept our relationship fresh, exciting, and 
we just feel supported in our friendship. Um, but I'll speak for myself. Let me say for myself, at least how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me, that's how I feel. But what about you, Big? No, I would agree. I would agree for sure. Like, um, yeah, it's it's like when friendships don't feel like work or obligation, like, you know, you're in a good space. Yeah. Um, Because I've had friendships in the past that, sad to say, I felt like obligation. And that was usually when um, I had evolved, you know, and moved out of that friendship. And, you know, I was holding on to pieces of what a friendship was. And I think I, I forgot where I heard it, but there was this statement about basically if you always have to look to the past to remind yourself of why you with the friendship, then it's probably time to leave that friendship. Mm. If you can't think of anything current and present. Um, and so for me, that's something that I feel like that's real. Cause if I, I only have memories of you from before mm. <laughs> I became who I am now, uh, it's, it's probably time we, we, we separate or go our separate ways. Um, I mean, it's cool. Like you, you know, the reminiscing, you just known somebody forever and y'all got those memories, but when it's like y'all currently just ain't clicking, ain't seeing eye to eye, y'all just can't get right. And the only good times y'all have was four score years ago. Eh, time to do a check-in, yeah. you know, and the fact that it got to that point and then it's just now being checked on is also a sign. I think in my opinion that um, either the, the maintenance of the friendship hasn't been maintained or um, shoot, maybe the check-in July on, who knows? <laughs> so <laughs> either way, it ain't a good sign. Yeah. I mean, I think it is an opportunity to, like, talk about it. Um, I wouldn't cut off right away. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. maybe there's, maybe we need to meet each other where we are right now versus, like, where we were. Because, like, when we do get used to somebody, we still feel like they're the same person. And maybe they just not. And maybe that's the, the mm-hmm. barrier or the disconnect. So, I think coming together to, like, see where the shift needs to happen or what can you all do together to make sure that the friendship is, you know, is it, to see if the friendship is repairable or ways in which you can sustain the friendship, especially when life gets busy and hectic. So, yeah, that's what we're going to be exploring today. Like just some of the things that we do to maintain our friendship and also our friendships outside of each other. Um, so, yeah, where you want to start it? Oh, I don't know. I guess. I guess we can start with uh, how do we maintain what we maintain? <laughs> you know, what what helps? So, you know, what's helpful? Yeah. Uh, I think that's the, the starting point because when I think about how I maintain friendships, a lot of that for me is uh, showing up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know I've talked about in previous episodes, my love language changing. Um, but one that is pretty been consistent where this at the front <laughs> the first primary spot or the secondary spot is is physical touch. So, you know, checking in and calling is cool. Conversation is cool. But at some point, I got to see your face. I got to lay hands on you. Like, I got to embrace you. Like, I need that mm-hmm. connection. So whether that's coloring together and us mutually sharing a space, whether that's skating together, whether that's eating for a meal. Um, at some point, like, if I have not physically seen you, touched you, connected with you, like, I'm going to feel it's a disconnect. And I'm like, dang, I miss my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't the same. So I think for, for us, you know, uh, that's one thing that we do have is like random just friend dates that, that just happen, planned and unplanned. Like, you want to go get some ice cream? Okay, cool. And, <laughs> and it's like, I love the to be being able to be spontaneous. Um, 
despite us being busy or doing a lot of different things and even having other connections, it's like it doesn't take away from us getting together. Like you said, like almost like ain't nobody that busy. You can't never see a person. Yeah. And it may like hit somebody's button like, what the fuck you mean? I'm busy. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I feel like maybe that's a lack of like prioritizing relationships. I don't know. It's just, I guess for me, I just, if something is important for me, I'm going to make sure that I prioritize it. And I may not be able to give like, you know, four hours of my time, but I can shoot a text or audio recording. Like, hey, I miss you. What's going on with you? Like, that's the way you maintain friendship is just like checking in. Uh, like, use technology, FaceTime. You ain't got to get together and, and have a whole day together. We can literally just check in with each other um via our phones <laughs> you know or laptops or whatever um or sending each other like song you know some new songs we heard or some random you know i don't know uh joker or some shit we saw online like this those are like those little small ways that we can check in with somebody or just saying like hey i'm still here you know and i'm thinking about you and these are the ways i'm thinking about you um but i will say communication I mean, it's like always going back to that, but like communication is helpful when maintaining friendships because, well, mm, actually, I'm going to start with rapport. I would say rapport is a good way to remain your maintain your friendship because I think once you get to know your friend and how they navigate life and how they navigate their challenges, you kind of can understand like what they need and like, I don't know, you kind of get an idea of like, okay. Maybe, I don't know, like, Vic, you, like, if you are moving through something or, you know, sitting with yourself, I know to give you space. Mm -hmm. um, and I also know to check in on you, too. So it's like, I think it's important to really court your friends and get to know them and their rhythms. Uh, it don't, I know it's like a lot of workout, but it's really not. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really not. Like, once you get to a rhythm, it's just it's just not. At least in my experience, it hasn't been a lot. But I will say, like, starting with their rapport, I guess that kind of goes with, like, you know, having friend days or spending some time together and communicating um, and expressing your needs and how you like to be supported, um, especially when things get busy as fuck. Like, is there something I can help you, you know, take off your plate? Like, um, and if it's not, like, oh, there's some resources I can send you to help take some things off your plate. Like, whatever it may be, there's, like, these little small ways to, like, stay connected and support each other even when life gets busy. Because that's when you're going to really need those people, um, in my opinion. Like, for me, my friends are home. That's where I feel, one of the ways I feel grounded um, it's being in the presence of my friends and like kind of coming back to myself as well. And at the same time, connecting with them and spending time with them. So I would say even starting there is like getting, really getting to know your friends and their rhythms and how they move um, to truly understand what they would need, especially when times get busy. Yeah, that's real. And it, it's just a simple, you know, how do you want to be supported? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think that, you know, we all get into this habit essentially sometimes where oh well, i know so and so they good or you know i ain't gonna check on them today blah, blah, right blah. They, i see them on facebook they post yeah <laughs> and honestly if you you see me on social media posting a thousand things back to back to back 
I am not okay usually. Or <laughs> I am it's in middle of the night and I got nothing else to do. Like because for me, social media does not require energy. You know, uh it's 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 there. It's literally there. It's just a wormhole to jump into to hide. Um, that's what I think about this. And I'm looking for something funny and then it's like I'm aimlessly scrolling and it's it's not healthy. Um, and I think about people who be like, well, that ain't my man or that ain't my girl, yada, yada, yada. It's just my friend. But I'm like, your friendship is a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, no, we're not asking you to put us first all the time over your significant other for those of you who are dating and have partners. But it is important at some point that you still check on your friend. Like, I get people got lives and kids and, you know, spouses and whatever else going on. But I feel like when you care about somebody, you'll make time for them in some way, whether that's a five minute phone call um you know a quick facetime check-in or you know maybe you just bring them their favorite ice cream randomly like little Mm -hmm. things like that go a long way a gesture of hey i'm thinking about you Mm -hmm. um but i think you know when it's always one person reaching out and checking in and the other person is just kind of like living life and thinking oh everything good but they ain't realizing that one person is feeling like neglected or one person feels like there's no reciprocity anymore yeah and that's where things, you know, can kind of take a turn. So like you said, that first point of just getting to know your friends, their patterns and their needs is is huge. Yeah, for sure. And I think also like another thing I would even say is schedule time with your friends. Like if you busy as fuck, pencil pencil yes. them in. Pencil them in in your, you know, put in your planner or your phone, your calendar, whatever, because Truly, that's what's been helping me navigate the new connections I've made and also continue to nurture the connection, nurture the connections I have right now is like literally like what's, what's your month looking like? OK, let's meet up on Saturday. Oh, you got out on Friday. Cool. Let's hit up this new restaurant like that right there. It helps to because it's something to look forward to. But at the same time, you have an opportunity to connect with your friends Um, like one of my friends, Chris. We do this book club. I mentioned it before in the podcast, but we do this book club where we meet every two weeks. And for a while, that was the only time we usually would talk is like doing our book club. And now it's transitioning for us speaking no more in between the times that we meet. But in the beginning, those were usually the times that we were like connect and speak and catch up is when we would see each other on that day every two weeks. And we had it reoccurring on our schedules. Like, let's go ahead and put it in. And if some come up where it's like, oh, I can't do it that day. Like some came up, can we reschedule for another day? We'll schedule it in. And I think that's super important when it comes to maintaining relationships because it says like, I'm busy right now, but I still care about relationship and I want to pour into us. And I want to make sure we still are connected. I'm going to make sure you're on my calendar. And it may seem like so, like what? Pencil somebody in, so professional, so uh, but it's really not like it's a savior in my opinion especially this time in my life where like I got two jobs I'm like doing things with friends to thrive like getting ready to host different events and stuff every month and just doing a whole bunch of stuff y'all so I have to schedule in people because those relationships are important to me and I want to make sure that even though I'm busy they not I'm not putting them off as like you know they don't matter and I know that life get life does get busy, like busy as fuck. <laughs> but sometimes that does happen. And that's where we could always come back around like, hey, like I haven't seen you in a month. Or, oh, I miss you. Like, 
what's been going on? Like I have friendships where I probably only speak to those individuals probably once or twice a year, but that that's our pattern. That's what I mean about the report part. Like we know that's, that works for us. Certain relationships that just works. And then others like with Vic, I wouldn't go a year without, <laughs> without talking to Victoria, but that's our relationship. And I have the same, I have the same um, pattern, not same pattern, but like, the same, what's that called? Um, I don't know. I just, different friendships require different things for me. And all of them don't have to be the same. So that's another thing I would say is just understanding where you are in your friendship. Are y'all best friends? Y'all, you know, close acquaintances? Maybe y'all work friends? You know, maybe you don't need to see that person, you know, once a week. Maybe you only need to see them every six months. And it's totally fine. Like schedule it out six months or whatever. Um, but I will say, um, definitely know where you stand in your friendships, um, and knowing like how close the connection really is. And yeah, we we actually gonna have an episode on that of like friendships and like how we categorize those friendships. But <laughs> we'll save that for later. <laughs> yes, yes. Um. So the choice is yours and it's a simple choice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally reading my vision board because like everything you said, I'm looking up here like, man, this is all in alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things says, if you can't speak up here, where can you speak up? And I think about if you can't speak up in your friendships, chances are you you probably ain't at the same level of friendship that you thought. Because mm-hmm. um, honestly, if there's something going on in a friendship and there's not you're not in alignment or you're not finding that time, like Mel said, like I, I always joke, feel like pimps me in. And people laugh like, what? I'm like, no, seriously, pencil me in. Cause I literally be penciling people in like, mm-hmm. and I have to, cause like you said, like you have two jobs, you got a lot going on. So if you got time for this 30 minutes or an hour, I'm going to steal the time. I think we literally had an impromptu ice cream and sound bath one night. Mm-hmm. And it, we both ended up like sleeping at different points. Oh yeah, points. we did do the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, we went, we got ice cream and you was like, it's too cold in this ice cream shop. And I'm like, let's go to the park. We had a picnic at the park, and then we came yes. back to my house, and then we did the sound thing. Literally watched the sunset, y'all. Yeah. Like, and then I, playing none of this. I was tired, exhausted, depleted, and it was just like, that moment was so, <laughs> so recharging, and male just being male, like, good times, y'all. But it was, it's moments like that where, like, that wasn't penciled into our calendars. That was just an organic, random friendship moment, and that's... And that's what we're talking about and focusing on is that it doesn't have to always be so by the books. I got to put you in the calendar, stick to this time, stick to the script. But if you find that you're having a hard time maintaining relationships that you value, mm-hmm. it's a good practice to start. Um, I definitely need to start using my planner because, like I said, I'm transitioning back into going to school full time, working full time and possibly taking clients in my private practice all at once. So there's going to be a lot happening in organization punctuality friends myself and even family is something that is something like truly important to me that I have to learn to cultivate and make it a habit so I'm not the best at using a planner and calendar but when I know I need to be somewhere at a certain time I'm showing up you know I Mm -hmm. might be a few minutes early I might be a few minutes late but for the most time I'm, I'm pretty pretty punctual unless I'm just having a hard time getting going so yeah. Uh, you know, communication is, is key, I think, in this conversation, like talking about things that are working, things that are not working. So if you have, like I said, a relationship you haven't checked in with, but you know, you really value it, see where y'all can improve. Yeah. 
I was just about to say that, like, maybe I know you mentioned like one person shouldn't be like the only person initiating, you know, things yeah. like that. But um, I will say it's another thing I would say, like, you notice, like, you know, the relationship kind of drifting apart, like, point it out, bring it up. Like, whenever you see that person, like, hey, we, we've been distant and I, you know, we've been busy as hell. Like, like a lot of life been life and things been going on. I just want to see where you at. And how we can and how we can connect more. So sometimes you have to take the initiative and not just be like, "Well, she ain't reach out to me, or he ain't reach out to me." So I guess I ain't reaching out. Like, come on, y'all. Like, yeah. you care. <laughs> like, yeah, you care, and you need those people. So especially if they're important relationships in your life, and you ain't nothing really happening. It's just like a natural mm-hmm. drift, drift in the relationship, and that's fine too. Like that's gonna happen. Um, but if it's somebody that you know, we hang out all the time and just life just got busy and you notice like, damn, a month in went past and you haven't really heard much from them other than like a good morning or something. Like, be like, damn, I really miss you. Like, how can we connect? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, really just be understanding and hold space for the individuals in your life and see where y'all can reconnect. And if it's not an opportunity to reconnect, then so be it. Like, just gotta check in and see like, it is something that is really important to me or this is a relationship where I'm just not feeling fulfilled in and maybe that's why there's a disconnect and maybe that's why it's a barrier in us maintaining this friendship. So it's just some things to think about a lot when it comes to this topic because I feel like friendships are important. Community is important. Like Vic said, like family relationships in, are included in that. Like I consider some of my family my friends as well, like my sisters and my cousins, like they, we literally have a friendship outside of just being blood, you know, and being blood and being family. Um, and I randomly like, this is another thing I was just thinking about, Vic, like me and my cousin Cal, we got each other location and I randomly think about him. I'd be like, let me see where, let me see where Cal at, see his location. <laughs> And I just pop up. He, oh, he at home. I'm because I know he likes when people. He's one of the people who like that needs to see you in person, and he enjoys company. So I'll just pop up, and he be like, "Hey, soon he see me. Like you see my location." I be like, "Yep." <laughs> so <laughs> I think even doing something cute like that and very random and spontaneous, like if y'all got each other location, like see where they at. Like, oh shit, so and so at the mall. Let me see. She want to link up, get some lunch afterwards. I know your friends now. I know your friends. I mean, yeah, that, that, that too. That too. So I'm popping up somewhere. And they at they they at they man and woman house, or you know they you know whatever it may be. But it goes back to rapport. Like right. Said, know your friends. Because I think the most important piece you mentioned was like their interest, right? So yeah. Me personally, it's certain people that can pull up. It's certain people. I'm like, hey, why you check, <laughs> why you checking for me now? You doing too much. Hold on, hold on. I don't like that. You know, but it's other people like I literally got several people location and I hardly would ever look at it unless they remind me or tell me or if I'm just I just get a, a good feeling about something. So I'd be like, oh dang, I showed it. I'd be like, send your location. They'd be like, oh, you got it. <laughs> so but that piece and then also just interest because I think what you said um a moment ago was about checking in like if y'all grow apart or drifted apart or maybe it's somebody you haven't talked to like interest should have reciprocity too like I don't want to always hang out and only do something you like yeah. um and I mean you can't gotta have everything in common but you should have something in common with your friend that y'all can find some commonality on but if you find that 
you're no longer interested in that or, you know, you're getting bored with it or whatever it might be and you want to try something different, then that person should be open to that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and understanding that, like, it doesn't take money to hang out and do things. Like, oh, no. People are quick to, oh, let's do a brunch. Let's do this. Let's do that. And it's like, okay, that's a monetary thing. But literally, like we just said, going to the park costs zero dollars. Yeah, <laughs> going skating outside zero dollars. So it's just like yeah. you don't have to spend money. You can get creative in the ways that you're spending the quality time with the person, and also checking about your friend love languages. I know that's a taboo and it can be hit or miss, and you can take what you want. But we're not saying you have to go take the love language quiz. What I'm saying is, <laughs> all you have to do is simply ask them, "How would you like for me to show up for you? What do you want to do together that we both can enjoy?" Like. Paint it with a twist. Let's let's do one in the house then. Let's go to the Dollar Tree. You can literally get the paint, the canvas, everything, y'all. I did it with my sister as a Valentine's Day. It was fun. And it probably cost me under $20. And we had a whole paint with a twist moment. We kicked our parents out the living room and we just put it on a big screen and we literally painted, you know, a cute little picture together. And that was our quality time, us bonding. She appreciated it. And it was something that she hadn't done before. And it, I didn't have to spend that money. But if I did spend the money, I'm like, okay, let me see how I can save. Because at that time, I was saving. So um, you can literally do that, that with anybody. Any type of check-in that you need. But find something that you guys can both connect on that doesn't feel like it's draining. Because I found that sometimes I was putting the effort into bonding with people. But I was doing activities that they enjoyed that I no longer had interest in. And so at the end of the interaction, I would feel depleted and tired. And then I would find myself becoming distant and not showing up for them or not checking in with them because I'm like, oh, I don't want to have to do that again so soon. And so that's when I had to really check in, have a conversation and think about, okay, are we just, you know, growing apart or is it that we just need to have a check in about, you know, what we both like at this point? Yeah, for sure. And I even... um. I even share this example when life got busy or life got hectic, like in the beginning of this year. And when I had lost my jobs and I ain't got no, like you said, they don't, friend dates don't have to be expensive or costing me money. And I remember being like, I still want to connect with my friends. I still want to hang out with Vic. I, I can't probably can't be doing, we usually, you know, we going to restaurants and going to this place and that place. But like I had looked on Eventbrite. Cause I was like, oh, I'm going to go, I want to do something with Vic. I want to have like a friend day because we haven't had one in a while, especially when, you know, I don't have the income to do so. Um, And I'm looking on Eventbrite and I saw like this yoga class at this crystal, at this like skincare like little shop, but they had like a crystal room. Like it was full of like crystals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we went there and had a great ass time. Like it was such a beautiful time. Um, we did yoga. We connected with a few other people afterwards while we were drinking. Like they had served like some hot tea that burnt our fucking tongues off, but it was good. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like there are so many opportunities, you know, to be creative when it comes to maintaining friendships. Um, and also, like I like we keep saying, coming back to communications, if you feel like you can't maintain your friendships, have a conversation about it. You know, I know it can be like especially the people that are important to you, it can be hard to have a conversation. Like, I really just don't have time for you uh, right now in my life. But I think it's important to bring that up so so there's no, nothing is left for them to feel, you know, for them to um, fill in the blank. Where it's like, damn, I ain't heard from so-and-so. Like, she must be into, you know, they woman or they man or like, oh, 
they too busy for me now. Like people, mm-hmm. when they don't know answers to them, they start filling in their own blanks, which is not your problem. But like, if you care about someone, you want to let them know up front, like what's going on. And, um, and it can be as simple as saying like, I'm really busy right now. Like I'm going to need some time and hopefully they'll support you in you, you know, taking time for yourself. So yeah, those are a few things that came up you know, for us when it comes to navigating busy lives and trying to maintain friendships so what's one thing like you would say at least to start with for people who are just busy as fuck plan that's yeah. it like literally plan sit down and look at in a week don't even do a whole month if there's two of them in one week where do you have pockets of time that you can fill with friendship Mm-hmm. or community or however friendship looks for you at this point in your life. Maybe you only got family members and they got friendships too, like Mel mentioned. But look at your week literally from Sunday to Saturday and see where do you have pockets of time. I literally just sent a friend of mine like my schedule for July and I'm looking at it like, dang, I got a lot going on. And I know they probably like, well, shoot, where do I fit in? But mm-hmm. like you said, when you want to be in community or connection with somebody, you'll make the time. And so me putting out here or two hours there or maybe three hours here that I'm I'm busy it can look very overwhelming if you're looking at it on a day-to-day basis but if you break it down into one week then break it down by the hour then break it down by the minutes you'll find that there is a lot of free time within a a 24-hour day it's just about how you spend it like I literally start my day at 5 a.m in community with family at the gym because they want to connect with me and they see what I'm doing and they they like it whether they come or not, every time is, is completely up to them. But at least they know I have carved out this time for them to come and share that time with me doing something that I enjoy doing that they want to become a habit for themselves. And it was literally it's just as simple as, hey, y'all want to start doing this? All right, I'm going to buy me a membership, too. And they did. <laughs> you know, so I wasn't planning on that, but it's made time for me to kind of reconnect with my aunt, my cousin, my older cousins. And it's just been a way that we can all connect through a group chat and just laughing about who that workout killed us today, Victoria, or they call me Coach Kyle's at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Kyle's really worked us today. So it's it's just been another another moment of joy that I can have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that's what I would say. Just start somewhere. Yeah, I was I say the same thing. I was gonna say schedule too, but I guess I would also include um I don't know, like I think going back to like knowing your friends, like where you stand with them. So just look at the relationships you have now. Look at your circle. Who is the close friend? Who is your bestie? The person that maybe not your bestie, but somebody that you just really close to that you speak with often. Um, just see how how frequent you all speak. Maybe it's a friend you only speak to once a year. Get to know your friends and how frequent you all tend to meet. So you can look at your calendar and be like, damn, like, okay. I met with Sabrina, you know, <laughs> I'm making up names and shit. I don't know what Sabrina Oh, right. I was <laughs> like, like, Sabrina? <laughs> but I met with Sabrina, like, it's like we got a pattern of meeting every month. Maybe I should mention, like, that's actually, like, going back to schedule. Like, you know, Sabrina, we like we meet every month, like, randomly. We want to go ahead and schedule in because I'm looking at my calendar now and life's about to get busy. And I want to make sure we, you know, we still get to do mimosas on Saturdays. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just really look at how frequently you tend to meet with certain people and then possibly schedule those people in, especially if you are, um, if you are 
noticing that you're going to be busy um, for some time. Um, but I also say going back to communication, like if you are too busy for friends right now, it's an opportunity to be a friend to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, check in, like what's, what is happening where your relationships are falling through the cracks? Um, so I would also mention that, like, come back to yourself. How can you be a friend to yourself and make sure that you're good so that you can show up as your best self and for the people that you love? So come back to you. Be your own best friend. Take yourself out on a date. If you need to really, it's like, it's a lot going on to clear my head. Go out, go to the park, have a solo picnic, you know, go to a movie by yourself, whatever you need yes. to, to recharge and ground yourself because. If you feel like you're too busy and life just feel like you everywhere, then it may be time to come back to yourself to, you know, to sit with some things. So that's my, that's my little, my input on that. Yes, I, I love that. I, I, I intentionally dated myself uh, for a year after I went through a, a rough breakup and some life trauma and things like that. And Mm-hmm. it turned into six years of dating myself and finding me and it, it was an amazing journey yeah um, you know so and, and the last thing I would say too um just to add to all that bring it back home is look at the qualities qualities that you like within friends so what I mean by that is that you know it's levels to this it's always levels <laughs> to friendships kind of like Mel is explaining but if you're looking at the qualities and the friendships that the person you can see all the time and never get tired of. What is it that they have that the person you only talk to once a year doesn't? And is that still a friend if you only talk to them once a year? You know, just things like that, kind of looking at what do you love about you? What do you want nurture within you? And then where do you see that in your friend group? Do you see that within other people that you're in community with? Because if you have qualities and values about yourself that you don't see reflected in any of your friendships, those not friends. I'm sorry. I don't care how y'all want to sugarcoat it. That's not a friend to me. If I don't see any of the qualities that I have within myself or values that I have within myself, at least one and yeah. another person reflected in some way, then I just don't see how it can still be a friendship, you know? And that's just something I, I think is the missing piece is that a lot of times, you know, who we were at 15 when we met a person is not who we are at 30, 35, 40, and et cetera. So, yeah. Sure, definitely. But yeah, y'all. Um, I'm gonna put since it's the towards the end of the episode. I might start doing it in the beginning, but I'm gonna do a little plug because since we're talking about maintaining friendships and connections, Serena to Thrive will be hosting monthly gatherings of some sort. Um, that includes things like sound baths, yoga, just hiking, outings, things like that. And I want to do that once a month. So speaking of maintenance, that's how I'm maintaining um the connections within the Serena to Thrive community. So if you are not on the email list, please do because that's how you will begin your invitations. Um Serena to Thrive works like a invitation only type of business. I guess you call it that. <laughs> so if you're not on the email list, please join us and yeah, come connect with us. I'll put all the information in the show notes. But other than that, thank you all for listening. And remember, the journey is never complete. And we'll be here next week. Until next time.